I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Fuck you. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? <laughs> Would you like a sweetie? Smith, touch, what a touch. Manny Smith! Touch, he scores! Another one for Stanerski! Dean Ellis-Berger! Here's Hawk! Dean! Balotelli, Aguero! For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Only Fans Football Podcast, Kieran. Episode 8, I think, isn't it? Episode your season. mama. Mm, Joe mama. Um, episode 8. Ninth day overall, but I think number 8. Two episodes season, to go. Two episodes to 100. Um, things are, I want to say looking up, but who knows? Um, <laughs> Kieran, how are you? Good, man, good. I'm, uh, I'm living the dream. Are you really? Yeah, uh, I honestly found the rain quite relaxing at the weekend. I, I sat back, I played the new Spider-Man, I fucking... <laughs> I chilled out, I, I put the feet up and uh, I watched the football and I, I found it very uh, relaxing. Mm, we are sat here recording on a Monday afternoon, so we don't know the score of the sports game later, so we, we refrain from speaking about that. But They probably will, won. They probably won, mm, I don't know. We will refrain from talking about it, but uh, we will be chatting, of course, the weekend that was, Kieran, as always, in the Premier League. A very good weekend, an enjoyable weekend, has to be said. The Barclays coming back. Super Saturday. Super Saturday, indeed. But other than that, Kieran, you found the rain relaxing. Um, we've been watching the rugby, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Uh, B, England. New Zealand, mate. They're playing New Zealand in the final. Yeah. Um, we did say in the away day special for Ireland and Greece. Well, I said I thought New Zealand would win, which was greeted by rock chants from yourself and Dan. Yeah, I was right. In the end, unfortunately. Good fight from Ireland, but it wasn't. It was a great game of rugby, though, for what's worth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do apologise. <laughs> you did jinx us. But yeah, Kieran, we were at the Ireland Monkeys last week. Incredible. It was a great gig. And now that Marty Boom. They didn't sing right I see your flower and it's Great tune, though. It was a great tune. Yeah. Um, great concert, though. Um, I love the orchestra. I love the string quartet. Man, I don't think we'll get a better October evening than that. That was just incredible. Yeah, well, it was good for us as well. But, yeah. Um, it was so enjoyable. <laughs> I was going to lead on to the Hall of Fame with that. Because um, I did say to you when we were at the Arctic Monkeys, I was like, they're my Hall of Fame for next week. Right. Um, but it, they're not. Wow. So what? what's your Hall of Fame? My Hall of Fame this week, Kieran, is the ongoing battle of... I don't know how you describe it. It's between Jose Mourinho and... Have you seen this? And no. Hoppy Gomez who recently got suspended for failing a doping test, I believe. He took his kids' medicine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend like I know the ins and outs of it, but he essentially, I think he, he had a go at Jose Mourinho recently and said something like, 
the, the last memory I have of Jose Mourinho is of Sevilla beating Roma in the Europa League final. And then Jose Mourinho snapped back at him today and said something along the lines of Papu Gomez, as you said, blamed the failed dope test on his son's cough syrup. And Mourinho said, I have a cough, but I won't take that syrup. Then maybe they'll find me positive <laughs> for a doping test. Um, Jose Mourinho, man, he's the gift that keeps on giving. And we do love how we do endorse Jose Mourinho's antics on the podcast as always. Um, but yeah, my Hall of Fame this week, Kieran, is Jose Mourinho getting sent off <laughs> for mocking the Monza bench with tears. <laughs> but about 30 seconds left of, incre- uh, of at a time. Um, he gets sent off, but he's just, you know. He gets usual, sent off every single the game. The usual man, Jose Mourinho, like, doing like the crying face and like cupping his ears <laughs> at the Monza bench as Rama went on. Monza, Monza, um, Monza. <laughs> Monza, Monza. Shout out to uh, Engelbert Humperdinck But uh, yeah, Jose Mourinho here on my Hall of Fame this week for chatting shit. Like, look at this picture over here. <laughs> yeah, he's my Hall of Fame. My Hall of Fame this week, Adam, goes to angry Sheffield United supporter on the side of of the Sheffield United Bramble Lane pitch. One he, of many, I'd say. He runs over to the Man United players and screams abuse before being escorted off the touchline. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Ericsson was learning to take a free kick or something, wasn't he? Yeah. And the two, all the United players were just looking at him like, fucking him. And he continued to berate the fucking players. It's quite funny to be fair. Saying they were divers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He done like he the dive, even, he done like the diving like motion, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't even run onto the pitch, he just he went onto the touchline and screened the views yeah. and then got scored off. Someone said someone tweeted that and said uh, Ten Hag's taking this game well <laughs> I, was like, I believe he was I think he was bigger than Ten Hag. It was Eric Ten Hag. It was Eric Ten Hag. Hmm. But yeah, Kieran, the latest addition to the All Fans Football Podcast Hall of Fame is Cornel Sanders. Jumping into the lake at the Ryder Cup. Um, Been dead 10 years We still have. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because it's true. There was no need for that at all. <laughs> um, Giroud, Olivier Giroud against Edge going to AEW uh, will be up on the poll. Such a Possibly nonsensical podcast. Oh, it's terrible, man. It's so bad. How did we get 100 episodes out of this? I'll never know. Um, yeah, Kieran, that, that's our Hall of Fame for this week. Maybe I like the misery. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Cran, moving on now to the Premier League this week. What are you saying? What's wrong? Did Chelsea's bottle drop get to you? <laughs> yeah. Definitely part of it. I think that's probably a good place to start, Kieran. No. Is Chelsea 2, Arsenal 2, 2, excuse me. Arsenal take a trip to the bridge and somehow come away with a point. They absolutely I, robbed a point. I, I think Chelsea absolutely bought them, man, to be honest. I have no idea how, how this happened. Cole Palmer opens the scoring with a penalty. Um, in the 18th minute Kieran was it a penalty? It was a penalty yeah Why? Because of handball Blatant handball Nah I don't know On the, the, the Saliba had his hands up It was too close proximity Well he's not playing volleyball Adam So he shouldn't have his I hands know, up like that His body is in an unnatural position Maybe like beach volleyball you Naturally enough it. his body's in an unnatural position Because He's jumping in the air to head a ball. Do you know what? I think there's that's no a load natural, of bullshit. You do. And no, 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 because... There's no, no natural body Gary Neville said the jumping. exact same thing 
And he was like, oh, you have to jump with your two hands up. Yeah, you don't, you can jump with one hand up. You can't jump and with one hand up. one hand was nowhere near the ball. He was trying to block the ball from going in. And Modric's run... You think he did that? You think he did that yeah, intentionally? he did. He did. Modric's no, run, he did not. Modric one. being in front of him contributed to it. Modric's run was brilliant I think into the box. absolutely mental. And he if made him handball it because it was his quick wit. He's he didn't quick win. No, 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 but I'm saying Modric's quick wit to run into the box and head it against his hand caused it to be a handball. So you think it's a handball? It's a handball. But it was so close. It doesn't too. matter. I think it does matter though. It was I, going I think, on target. I think that's part of the problem with the, with the rules is they're so unclear. I think you're, that's a load of bullshit, Adam. But you they're see, so unclear that they're clear. The, no, that's just untrue, like... I, I didn't. I thought it was unfair in Sleeper. In all honesty, I thought it was unfair. Why? Because he's right beside Mudrick and he heads the ball out of his hands. He can't move himself. He can't move himself out of the way. Like there's no natural way to jump. For so a ball. what's the handball and what isn't? That's the point. That's the point I'm making. So it is a handball. In terms of the rules, I don't know. I actually, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That is bullshit. So you're saying the rules aren't clear enough, so that's why it's not handball. Clear but that's not. So that's what? Not what, why what it's not, so not, so they can't give any handball. That's, that's not why it's. That's not why it's. They not can't handball. give any any. They can't give that's any handball. That's not why it's handball. That's why it's not handball. It's not handball because sleeve is in an unnatural position from jumping up in the air. There's no natural way to jump in the air. There's no there's no way to. How can he? How can he predict that Mudrick's gonna head that against his hand? He can't. But it's the brilliance. It's the quick wit of Mudrick that causes the handball. So you think. He, you think the game was played to get the handball? I like think Mudrick tactically got the handball. Well, maybe he did, but it doesn't matter. It's a handball. I don't think it is. Why? I'm his hands right. up in the air. Unnaturally, he, he's jumping in the air like he's his hands in an unnatural position. Have you ever jumped to hit a ball? Yeah, I have. And what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> you do it like that, man. You have your hands boy down your side and head up. He, you don't, uh, Gary Neville's was like Oh you have to jump Your hands up like this no, What a lot of bullshit like He did say that Kira, In his Kira, podcast Kira just jumping up And down there For anyone who Yeah who didn't he, Gary Neville was doing The fucking uh, The jumping jacks On his podcast Saying oh you have to do it Like you're doing I was just on the, the, the No yeah, way I didn't yeah, say no, okay, no. Okay, okay. It's ridiculous It's ridiculous um, the argument I don't think it is though I think it is it, It's too close It's to, It's because it's Chelsea If this was Liverpool if this was Liverpool, that'd be outrageous. Well, Liverpool got a penalty. Right? Even question that would be L- L- outrageous. Liverpool got a penalty against Everton, right? And Michael Keane has his arm out to stave the ball. Michael Keane's arm is out like that. No, right? that, and again, that's the, Liverpool the using the dark arts, though. It's not. It is. <laughs> it is. Diaz was aiming for his arm. <laughs> so, was that a penalty then? Yeah, it was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I didn't think it was a penalty, but I thought it was harsh. Um, Mudrick then gets a goal just after half time. Do you want to talk us through the goal? Oh, it was a brilliant goal. Okay. Did he mean it? No, he completed it. Okay. I think he's seen the keeper off his eye in his peripheral vision and, and slotted it into the into the net. It was an excellent goal. And brilliant goalkeeping from Raya. It was a tough day, wasn't it, for the Spaniards <laughs> in Sanchez Bridge? Yeah. Raya and Sanchez. Yeah, uh, um, Sanchez, absolute fool as well, by the way. Oh, man, so see this goal by Royce, okay? Do you think that's Sanchez's fault? Yeah. What's Conor Gallagher now? It doesn't matter. What's Conor Gallagher? How is Gall- Conor Gallagher meant to anticipate uh, what, what Sanchez is about to do? Pass it pass. straight to, to Royce. Royce has the head start. Gallagher was in front of him. Right, yeah, Royce has Gallagher the head start. Gallagher was in front of him. 
He has the head start. The only difference there was Rice was turned on and Gallagher wasn't. That's the difference there. Yeah, but even if, if Gallagher was turned on, as you say, he wouldn't be able to catch up. Yeah! <laughs> he wouldn't be able to catch up to him. Right, Rice has. He's in front of Rice. Yeah, he has the head start. Uh, I I think I think it's, I think they're both poor for it, but I think I seen people labeling Sanchez as a liability. He is a fill. He's a fill. No, I think that's he's a fill. He's seventy-seven minutes into the game, he kick it long. Yeah, you, a, you could argue that he changed the momentum of the game. But do you think that's the way Pochettino is Chelsea playing? No, but yeah. I think I think a certain element of common sense has to come in into game the, the manager's tactics yeah. and the players' tactics mind. I, I I don't really think Arsenal deserve anything from this game. It was ridiculous. It was terrible. I don't. I, th- I don't think Chelsea really played that well either. I think Chelsea. we played brilliantly. I, 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 I still. I still. This Chelsea side. They're now tenth. I think. I could see Chelsea finishing tenth. But no. Decide that line though. No. Um, Not after that last performance. Against Arsenal. Yeah, I thought it was the, great. The great performance, performance. which is. Drop two points from yeah. a, a winning position. Yeah. You're convinced that Chelsea are back. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, because if you look at us playing through the press on Saturday, it's it was like a completely different animal. We were just every pass was on point, every first touch was on point. We were technically brilliant on the day. Cole Palmer was playing like that prime David Silva. Yeah, Palmer it was, was good. It was an excellent all round performance until the seventy seventh minute, where Sanchez is error puts us under pressure. Sanchez and Gallagher. No, know. no, no. Sanchez. I think Gallagher's the goalkeepers. It's it's goalkeepers fault for doing that. I think it's six one half dozen. Yeah. If he passes IMO. to Enzo, just straight ahead, there's no problem. But he doesn't. He passes to Gallagher. This is it. And Gallagher was asleep. Gallagher is a weak link on the ball as well. Um, Off Ar- the ball, he's brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, true. Mm. Very true. Arsenal's Divock Origi comes off the bench and scores the Andrew Trossard. Furthermore, I was disappointed for Gusto and. Gusto at the back post. Gusto, yeah. Criminal. He d- Absolutely criminal defender. And I think Pochettino made a substitution towards the end where Reese James came on mm. right winger. Mm. And you're thinking, why the fuck is he coming on there? And Madueke as well, by the way. Mm. Absolutely awful. Awful cameo. Again. Terrible cameo. Again. He came on for Sterling and Reese James came on for Palmer. They were both brutal. Mm. They, they didn't get us out of any trouble. Arsenal could have won it. As not well. sharp at all, and it was terrible substitutions. Arsenal could have won it. Yeah, well. I think Pochettino was brilliant tactically on the day, but his substitutions and game management was poor. That's the mm. way I see it. Manchester City 2, Brighton 1. <laughs> um, Julian Alvarez, Erling Haaland on the score sheet for them. Ansu Fati with a goal in the Fat 75th bastard. minute. <laughs> Ansu Fati. In the 75th minute. Give Brighton a sliver of hope. Um, to be fair I think Brighton deserved more in this game but um, they always deserve more look at Man City 2 Brighton 1 is there any surprise that Man City when Rodri comes back no he's brilliant I watched I watched 45 minutes of this game the second half and Rodri just he's so composed he's the best in the league so controlled best in the league he's the best by a mile Adam yeah by a mile mm. and like we, I, I definitely watched the Arsenal City game as well mm. they had Kovacic running around like a headless chicken a hyper head on him he tends to do that and they had him replacing Rodri mm. who's the most the coolest cucumber in all of the all of the cucumber land he is just so cool he's as cool him. as a cucumber <laughs> in a freezer shout out to Sid Waddell the go the go commentator <laughs> no honestly yeah if he was commentating football we'd all watch it yeah I love Sid Waddell god bless him um, um, but yeah Rodri he's, he's so good yeah Um he just he, he just makes sure of things. He, he doesn't fucking mess around. 
and I think City missed that. They, he's like a leader in the middle of the park. He's the type of fella, if he was a man and you threw your baby out the window, you trust him to catch him. To catch him, yeah, yeah. okay. Wow. What an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the goal by Alvarez is fairly scrap, I thought. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Haaland gets a typical Haaland goal, right? But I have a problem here with Brighton. Brighton do these things against purely against City. Like they, you never Brighton never turn up when you need them to turn up. I'm telling you now, I'm fucking telling you now, man. They win. They they give the ball away in a defensive third here. They never fucking do that. They never do that. Give it away. Haaland slots it in two 0 I was texting one of the lads at this point. I was texting Dale. I was like, fucking Brighton not turning up again, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Roberto De Zerbi. I love him. I do like not in that way, but I love him. To eventually be manager of Liverpool at one point. It's <laughs> us. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm fuming at I'm fuming at his players. Sorry, I thought they were really poor. Oh, for, that, for that goal. Man, and you can also drag in the Brighton golfer as well. Because mm. there's there's an instance where I think it's Lewis Dunk mm. saves them from going 3-0 down. Yeah, it and great. it leads to the third goal. Yeah, yeah. So it, dire- goals, it directly yeah. leads. So they could have been 3-0 down at that point. Yeah. And they did exactly what you said. Lost the ball in the final third. Mm. I, I thought they were extremely poor. Like, they're a good side, don't get me wrong, but I do think they are a tad overrated. I don't know. I really don't know. We were talking about these potentially contending for a league title certain season. Like. Well, you were. Well, you were as well. You brought it up, though. Yeah, but you agreed. <laughs> but, um, no. but do you not like the Zerbi? I think he's a bit of a fraud, Adam. Oh, God. Right. And, well, why did I say that? <laughs> Brighton are in Europe now, okay? <laughs> They have a massive squad, very talented players. He's won one and six, including a six-one loss to Villa. Do you think? And you know, including the loss to Hampton Athens, as well, by the way. Do you think this squad of players are great? Do you think Danny Welbeck's a great player? He's a top professional. He's scoring plenty. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just for example, like he's been at Man United, he's been at Arsenal. He's but experienced. Would you say he's a great player, though? I think he's, he's uh, uh, streets never forget. Great player. I forgot about him. <laughs> do you know who I think is fraud? Who? You. I think I'm fraud. <laughs> well, do you have anything against against the point I made that he's he's you, one you one and six? He's seventh in the league. You can't deny facts. But what I will say is the one game he drew was against Liverpool. Liverpool after a Wednesday night defeat, wasn't it? Against or a draw at Marseille, didn't they? Away. So he followed up a draw away at Marseille after being two 0 down. With a draw at home to Liverpool, so I I, I disagree with that. I th- I think he still has the ability to to turn out good performances. I thought Brighton did well here. I think Carol Mitoma absolutely cooked Kyle Walker for for the ninety minutes. Kyle Walker didn't get near him at all. Um, I thought James Milner dealt very well with Doku on that on that right hand side. Like I did think there was elements of this point performance that was good, but they let themselves down twice. The two goals could have been prevented. I think. Um, and that's the frustrating part but I don't think it's anything to do with the Zerbi well, being a fraud I do think there does come a point where other teams find you out as well and I think the Zerbi is feeling the effects of that now teams are starting to find his side of play out but do you not think that's down to the fact of a squad being stretched yeah no I, I'd, I'd agree with that but I think there's plenty of talent to come in on that in that squad like they, they've, they've added Joe Pedro mm. they've added um, Fatty Fatty yeah uh, Ferguson's gone off the boil mm. it's I'd be worried. I'm slightly worried about Ferguson as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried he's going to be playing a, a, I think, in I think, League Two in a few years. 
No, he'll still be playing Premier League, but I think he, I think he, it's going to come a point where he'll be burnt out. Yeah. Do you know? And like we're talking, and he's being we're relied upon now because Welbeck's yeah. injured. And we were talking about Hazard lad the other week, the way he was burnt out very young. Same with Rooney when he was at his prime. Mm. They burnt out when they were younger because they played for so long from when they were young. Since he was 15, yeah. Um, I do so th- I, I'd be worried about Ferguson to an extent, but... Um, I couldn't disagree more. I don't think deserves. So, so Brighton are where are they finishing this season? In your in your estimation, Dan? We're in it now eighth, seventh, probably seventh. They finish seventh. Yeah, probably. And that's a good season for them. I I would say so. Yeah, I I'd say they're building something. I I I'd say, and this is not well. It probably is a dig at you. They'll finish ahead of Chelsea. I doubt. Right, okay. Where are Chelsea finishing then? Chelsea finish fourth or third or first this season. <laughs> No, but you don't even believe. Hold on, I, 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 hold on, Chelsea side. I think Pep Guardiola is also a spoofer in this press conference because he comes out and he says that Man City are feeling the effect of the treble and they're top of the league. I agree with that though. I do actually agree with him. You agree with? Him? I, yeah, I think it's size more though. I think I it's I pure. Think. It's pure. Uh, what was it called? Psychops. I He's think, coming out and saying I that. think Liverpool felt that effect last season. They're going to come out and sweep the league and win it by, by I don't think they, I don't, over 100 points. I don't think they'll sweep the league. They're, they're, they're on course. They won't get over 100 they're, points. They're on course for 100 points. I think Liverpool had that problem last season as well. After the season four. Like Man City played the most games in English football last season. Liverpool season four. And you saw how Liverpool reacted last season. I think Man City are going to have a similar season. Not to the same extent. But I don't think it'll be as good as what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Joe. Sheffield United 1, Manchester United 2, um, Scott McTominay on the score sheet again. Four goals in four games. What the fuck? Um, he then gave away a penalty. Ollie McBurney put it away. <laughs> well. And then Diogo Dalot with a lovely goal to win a career. So random. It was. And it was Joe Fodderingham. Fodderingham's fucking shit for it. Well, gets a hand on it. <laughs> um, United win 2-1. Um, I don't think they deserve to win. I thought Sheffield United dominated them for large parts. Without creating too much. Do you know what? They have that sort of gene though of uh, like they don't deserve to win but they're also getting wins. Mm. So you can't really fault uh, their last few their last few like results because like I mean look, look at their look at their back forward at the start of this I was game. just about to say yeah. Lindelof, Maguire, Evans, Dallo and fucking Onana and Gola. That's terrible. It's so bad. Like I think I think Ten Hag's a miracle worker. Oh God! They're one point behind. They're one point behind a high flying Brighton, as you say, and and a high flying Newcastle who are doing brilliantly according to the media. Well, the media and man love to spin Newcastle. I'm not having that at all. All right, but my point is, I think I think the media play up how bad United really are. I think they're all right. The they're pro- doing okay. The it's thing, not a bad start. Here, Five wins, four, four losses. I think it is a bad start. And the reason being is, and it's the same with Chelsea, they have such a high standard in history in the sense where these are teams who have been competing for troubles for, for a long time. You know, they look so far off the ball. I, I think they look so far off it. And I don't think beating Sheffield United 2-1 in a game that you probably shouldn't have won is indicative of anything. It's great. It's a good result, though. Good result away from home. I, 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 I think they'll click into gear at some point. I, I, I can't we'll, say We'll see them clicking into gear. Like, man, you look at some of the players they brought in, right? And when I say this, I mean Reggion and Amrabat. Two chances, man. Mason Mount. What was Mount done like? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
I think the recruitment's poor. I think they're... I'm not going to say they're getting lucky. Look at You win a game that you don't serve to win. Great three points. Don't get me wrong. I still think this United team are so poor. I, I think that back four man says it all. That back four up against Bayern Munich in a couple of months. If that's the back four, they'd be beating, you know, six or seven. They're like, at Old Trafford. No. Come on. They will. They Come on, they will. No, McGuire no. is very good on the day, though. Give him credit where it's due. Harry McGuire is very good. He doesn't they get a lot of They're missing Casemiro and they still won this game. Casemiro's been poor this year. Mm. Varane also came on at one point, so, like, I mean, it's not too bad. But, I, I just, I don't, I don't rate this United side at all, man. I really don't. I, I, but Adam, I don't either. But my point is, it's not a, a horrific start. Like it's, it's not a start where you're going, oh, they're in trouble here. They could get relegated. You know what I mean? It's a start where ah yeah, but he, right. he was saying they were getting relegated. Like I know, but but, but everyone's on Ten Hag's back and fucking United's back in general, and even United. Certainly fans, so though. Even United fans are on their own backs. Yeah, they should be. They're only what six points off the top. I mean, we're fucking eight games into the campaign, this nine games point. into the campaign. Like they need to relax. But Kieran, if they're to, if they, do you think they'll keep pace with City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, for example? Do, do you think they can keep pace? Realistically, go on. No, no. But I think top four. And do you think from a United fans' point of view? Do you, yeah, fair enough. But do you think from a United fans' point of view, um, being in touch and distance, or or not keeping up with Liverpool, Spurs? United or City and Arsenal. Do you think that's good enough? Yeah. You think that's good enough? I think it's not being able to keep them. Absolutely fine. No. The the quality, the gulf in quality between the squads of Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Man United is enormous. But again, you just named the the back four of absolute rejects, (laughs) and you're saying (laughs) that they should they shouldn't be competing. The money United have spent, they should be up there. They should absolutely be up there. You said to me in start of season that United had a better squad than Liverpool. Regardless of the money, their squad is shy. You said to me in season, start of season they had a better squad they than Liverpool. They had loads of injuries. You said they had a better squad than Liverpool in start of season. They have 10 or 12 injuries. They actually don't. They have, they have 7 injuries to be exact. 7 injuries, yeah. That's first um, team injuries. They come back and are they if that, that was, much, if that they, was if they, if they four, come, you'd be crying. Oh, if you if they come back, are they that much better than what they are? Honestly. If they come back. If those players, Luke Shaw, Martinez... Varan, I think you they, think they're that much better yeah. with them. I think they'll get top four if they if they had the back four. But they were losing games with them in the team, Kieran. They barely beat Wolves at start. Of bad start, bad start. We're match fit, you could see it. I think you're paving over cracks here, man. I can't believe this. Well, the thing about it is, Adam, you're naming you're naming three squads there that are of superior quality, and you know they are. You you said it yourself. Yeah. And you're saying they should be competing with them. I think that's a with vast the money, oversight. With the money they've spent, what, they absolutely should be. What they're capable of. The money they've spent, they should be. No, but, but regards to the money, like look at it from a, a, a straight-on view right now, right here, right now, without money involved. Their squad is honestly not better than, than those three teams. But you can't, you can't say that, Karen. You can't go without money Why involved. Why can't I say? Because it's ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? Because it is. You can't turn around and go, well, without money, they wouldn't be there. Without money, none of us would be here. That, that, that's a ridiculous point of view, like. It's a ridiculous point of view. It is. Actually, so what I'm saying is... You know it's ridiculous as well, Kieran. You, you so, so hold on. The Arsenal, the Arsenal team isn't better than Man United. Oh, it is. Yeah. Absolutely is. The Man City team is not better. It is. It is. Liverpool team is better. 100%. Yeah. So what, I'm, not what, dispu- I'm not disputing that. But I'm not disputing that. But the, the point I'm making is, with the money United have spent... They should be up there, regardless of the players they have. 
they've spent poorly and as a result they're not with them teams they've but, spent more money than on on. these teams and they're not up there that, that, that's wrong Ten Hag's had a lot of problems as well with this squad Anthony and, and Sancho and all these sort of accusations going around and the media and such he's had a lot of problems and he's also had less time than the likes of Arteta Klopp and Pep Guardiola so he, he's, had more, said, money he spent. he's had more money forward. spent than Arteta Klopp and, and things. But he's had less time. In that time span as well. He's had less time with the players. No, not at all. In that time so span Mason that Mills, he's had with, he's with United. Had now hold on. In that time he's had with United, he spent more money to, compared to what Klopp Arteta did in that same time frame as, as Ten Hag. Irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. Irrelevant. It's not, it's not. Irrelevant. Um, the money is irrelevant on this game. It's fucking not. I'm talking about the time that these managers have had with the players that they bought. Well, so Sabazloy comes straight into Liverpool's team and, and is doing great. Sabazlo- so why, why can't Mount do that? Hold why on. can't Mount do that? Mount's been United? injured for three months. No, I'm not having it. Mount was poor from the start of the season. Casemiro came straight into United and did well. And he's been shite this season. So he, what's your point? He's vast oversight of what, how good What's your point? He's been good. Before we get on to the Merseyside Derby Carroll, we'll chat about the Sunday game between Aston Villa and West Ham. Aston Villa 4, West Ham 1. The fourth. Three goals in this game all could have been prevented. Like, every single one of them. Say that about any goal. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I fucking knew you were I knew that was going to be the worst to come out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> like, it's very true. It is true. Now, hold on. You're talking about every goal no, in history true. there. It is true. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It is true, right? Stankovic's 35-yard scream could have been prevented if the key for one half same with Beckham's halfway well, if, you look at, if you look at these goals, right? From, from, so, Louise's first goal, right? <laughs> Duke Louise's first goal he gets in this game um, takes the reflection, and Ariola can't get down to get it. He should be saving that. He should be saving that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then you look at the bleeding bone goal as well. They, they were shite goals, the point of making. Right. Aston Villa gave away a penalty as well. Um, Douglas Louise puts it away Douglas Louise has 8 goals or has, has scored in his last 8 games at home for Aston Villa it's his Alicia Lehman redemption arc I'll oh, tell you now I'll tell you now man it's crazy um, Ollie it's Watkins the homelander speech you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done Ollie Watkins gets a goal as well which was a fucking screamer he's on some form and Leon Bailey similar to Watkins step over Johnny Depp over into the back of the net, 4 1 it was. Aston Villa in the end. Um, Perry Cotter. Aston Villa top four? Uh, no. Okay. No. Why? I, I think. Uh, Do you think Emery's doing a good job? I think, again, it's a case of teams that they come up against are shit on the day. Like, I don't mean this in a bad way to West Ham, but as you said, every goal could have been avoided. West Ham are very young. A, a Brighton team shows up to them on a half twelve kick off the Mahatma Gandhi special. <laughs> Fucking, they lose six one. Like what are like? <laughs> I was trying to think about what that meant. There. I'm so confused. I get it now. They were never back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. I get it. No, but like, I think they're getting very lucky to a certain extent. I, like I hate to sort of put it down to luck, but yeah. I think those are two home games where they have got the worst form of opposition. Yeah, possible. But you this is have, the poorest West You still have to, to turn up on the day, though. This is the point. Like, you, you can you can sit here and speculate and say, "Oh, look at these were poor on their day." But Aston Villa turned up and beat West Ham very handy. Surprisingly, I thought as well. I still think European football is going to catch up on them. 
I think the likes of Spurs, Chelsea have a very big advantage in that, that regard. Mm. Um, I just think Aston Villa lost 4-0 on the first day of the season to Newcastle. I still think that, that performance is in them. You know? that, that, that sort of performance is going to prevent them getting top four. 5-1 it was on the first day. 5-1, yeah. Um, Aston Villa have only failed to score one game this season. Against Chelsea, was it? No, they, they beat Chelsea 1-0. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you Liverpool. that one. Yeah, Liverpool three 0 It's a um, EP weekend. Um, I think that this has some other sides to really do. I really do. What makes you say that? I, I just think some of these performances, Kieran, are very good. Like they're banging in goals as well. It's not like it's not like they're not scoring goals. Like four 0 against Everton, three one away to Burnley, one 0 Chelsea, three one Palace, six one Brighton. Like L- listen to the opposition you're in there, Brighton. A very good side, and so West Ham. Brighton have lost the last six. They haven't failed to win the last six. But Brighton are also ahead of Chelsea, for example, right. and United. Yeah. And West Ham are a good side. I, I like. I think West Ham came into this game. I don't know what they were expecting. It was almost like from the minute the fucking sky coverage started, with uh, Aston Villa win. They they roll out Dean Smith. Onto the fucking analysis. What was he in a wheelchair? Was he in a This managerial career has taken its toll so much that he can't walk. Um, Unai Emery comes out. It's like a fucking Christmas for the man. Unai Emery comes out, shakes his hand, oh, and is like, thank you for everything. And it's, everyone's like, oh, I'm tearing up here looking at this. Um, Dean Smith started all this, you know, for Villa. Um, I I think Villa are, are very good for the money at the minute, Carl. I think you're being very harsh here. Harsh or not? It's 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 a matter of fact that this. <laughs> it's not, not a matter of fact though. It's not. It's a matter of fact. It's a matter of speculation at the minute, Carl, because <laughs> we don't well, know. How, we don't on. know sitting here you right look, now. Look at the teams. How the league's going to finish? Look at the teams around them. Right, you have you know it. Definitely yeah. them. You have City, mm. Arsenal, Liverpool, City, Arsenal. Chelsea, mm. Newcastle, Brighton. You can maybe throw West Ham to the equation, maybe. Well, West Ham are in the mix there, yeah. Chelsea, so. I mean, those are all very good teams. And to get ahead of them is going to be very difficult. And you don't think they're better than I think they're five home, of those teams? Their home form is good, but I just don't think they'll get the away results. They've had a few dodgy results after the old Thursday night rendezvous in the Europa League. So that's probably where the problems will, will come in. Yeah. Um, I think this is a very good asset for this side. Um, I, I think you're the poser here. I'm the Vazer. Yeah. Anyway, I'm yeah. Well, regardless of what you think, Adam, I do. they're not getting top four. They're not getting top four. Mm-hmm. I can't say it. Where do you see they, the finishing? They, they'll stumble in the games against the top six sides. Mm-hmm. Or the like they, top like they have already against Liverpool. Yeah. And I'd say they'll finish maybe seven, eight again. Okay. I can't see much more than that. Okay. Um, I suppose, Kieran, the creme de la creme of the Premier League weekend... Was the first game of the weekend, the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool 2, Everton 0, Mohamed Salah on the score sheet twice. Um, fucking hell, man, for large parts of this game, I was like, this is this is dreadful. Typical cagey derby. Yeah, it was quite a good poor game of football in the first half, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the referee, to a certain extent, had a big say in what, what went on. Uh, I think the Ashley Young decisions were farcical. Farcical? Yeah. Especially the second yellow. I think, no. having been that quick after the first one, mm. Diaz has run the ball out of play and... and uh, 
I thought Diaz was very was very intelligent though at what he did. Yeah. He well, shields himself between he shields himself. He essentially between, uses the dark arts to get young sent off. Yeah, it's a know? bit like what Modric done to win the penalty <laughs> against Arsenal. <laughs> like Diaz done to win the penalty against uh, in this game. Well that that definitely wasn't penalty though. Well listen. Um Did you not think it was a penalty on King? Listen No 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 no. I do think it was I a, have a Lewis Diaz short on here, Cam. I do think it was a case of there's three penalty calls in quick succession. Yeah. Uh, one handball, one uh, foul on... Was it Diaz who ran in? That was yeah. a penalty. You thought it was a penalty? Yeah. Um, I think that was closer to the penalty than the handball. I think they, so they, the this, force, this, handball, <coughs> this handball sort of... Yeah, I know what you're going to say. The, the, it compounds into yeah. three decisions going against Liverpool. So th- this and they're like, oh, Klopp's no, going to come out and not. slate us again. No, so no, no that's definitely So the fourth one was like... Uh, so afraid of Jurgen. The fourth one was well, just be afraid of doing their job properly. That that'd be more what I'd be going against. The fourth one wasn't a penalty. So the fourth one is a shot, a deflect. Pinball wizard. And I think it hits Tarkovsky on the arm. And this is the reason why I didn't think it was a penalty on Saliba. For that very reason. Oh, it's it not goes, the same thing, man. It goes so quick. No. It goes so quick, it's close proximity, thing, it is. The exact same no, thing. It's close to the other one you were giving. The No, it's not. Mm, it it's is. absolutely not. Yeah. It's not. The Diaz one man, Michael Keane, puts his hand out. Man, the Diaz one. Diaz, Michael Keane tries to Diaz fucking one. save that Ma- man. Michael Keane has his hand out. Diaz hits it against his hand. He sees Michael Keane puts his arm out He's to stop it. He's the dark arts. Michael Keane puts his what arm out to stop it. Where's that cross gone from Diaz? It's gone wide. It's not gone wide. It's going into the box. The, uh, Michael Keane's arm is out. Play. It's fairly irrelevant where it's going as well, by the way. Michael Keane puts his arm out. So the dark arts isn't a thing in football. So hold on, I didn't say that. Right. Why is Michael Keane's arm like that? Why is he got his it arm stretched like that? He doesn't notice his arm. It's, it's insane. Faf the clerk in the rugby. We're not, we're not talking about I, rugby. I don't care. R- runs offside. <laughs> runs offside. And, blo- and make sure, makes um, one of their players, or he hits it off one of the offside players on purpose, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Try and win a penalty. Yeah. Same thing here. The, uh, Michael Keane has his arm out. It's out of play. Diaz is like, it's oh, play, let's though. kick the ball out of play. His arm is not yeah. out of play. His Just arm is... Look back on the footage. Adam. Yeah, I did. I've, I've seen it plenty of times. Um, Keane puts his arm out there. Like, it's... it's his arm's he, almost in the crowd. He, he, yeah, but that's his fault. Like, it's, it doesn't mean it's not a penalty. Right. He notions his arm out. He moves his arm out to the ball, essentially. Um, so it's a penalty. I, I, I was watching it with Dave and Dylan, and I sat there and then I was like, lads, this isn't given. I'm, leave, I'm not watching yeah. the rest of this game because it, it would have been Jurgen's going to make it that, stink that would have been farcical you said farcical that would have been that would have been worse than what happened in the Tottenham game midweek that, that's a penalty all day long but the, but the Mudrick one isn't the Mudrick one's different oh, the Mudrick one's different? more adjacent to what happened with Tarkovsky that's the Mudrick's one so, so Saliba's ball is, is uh, Saliba's hand it's up in the clouds and he doesn't expect a penalty there I think I think William Saliba is attempting to clear the ball and Mudrick heads Regardless it before what you he think, it. Adam, it's a handball. That, that's not the point, though, Karel. I think it is the point. Just like you think Michael Keane's one is a handball. But he's, so he's not making an attempt to, to win the ball there. He's running across and he puts his arm out to stop the cross coming in. That's the difference, like. Michael Mo- Keane? Yeah. Michael Keane's going across so, to back up Same thing with Patterson. Saliba trying to stop a goal on target. But he doesn't put his arm out. His arm is, is, is like that. His if, arm is like that. If he was heading for the ball... In comparison to how his body's moving. Like, if he was heading for the ball this way, 
he, he would have his hand repair. He had his hand repair. He didn't though. He did. He didn't. Yep. You're saying Saliba consciously moved his arm to the board spot. Yeah. And you're saying Michael Caine didn't. Michael Caine. Consciously moved his arm to the Michael Caine's arm was down by his side. It wasn't down by his side. It was. It wasn't. It was not. It wasn't. It was. It was not down by his side. It was more down by his side than the one with Saliba. It wasn't though. Saliba. It's, it wasn't though. Um, CCTV to put the did you think Young should have been sent off the red card on hold there. on being serious briefly Ari, I, I think the Young one was sent off because okay. I do think <laughs> briefly being serious <laughs> we paused the podcast for a second <laughs> I do think you have to look at it as would it be yellow if he wasn't yeah if he wasn't booked already yeah. it's petulant and it would be it would be yellow yeah. so it is a red card yeah. but I do think the ref was rationing around the game you see, uh, he I, ruined the game, and 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 Liverpool couldn't even break them down without the penalty. Like, I tend to disagree with you. In the first, the in the first half, Liverpool had plenty of counter attack opportunities that they that then themselves they didn't finish, so they were poor that way. Hmm. But up to that, up to the Diaz sending off, Liverpool were still going to win that game. I think. I don't well, think there was ever a point in the game where Liverpool weren't winning that game. Well, if you're not expecting to win the game against everyone, I don't know what sort of a team you are. I know, but what, 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 what does that point allude to, though? The point allude to Everton are you were, you were saying, no, the Everton are shy. We were saying the referee ruined the game. But were Liverpool ever not winning that game? Uh, I'd argue no. I'd argue they were I actually them. think Deutsch was putting in a good tactical performance to that point. I think I think Liverpool had, as you said, counter-attacks. And then mm. they had chances to break, and they had breakaways that they weren't really taking advantage of. Yeah. But I think in general, if you're looking at the game where Liverpool are building up and trying to get in behind and such... Mm. I think I think Everton were stopping every genuine opportunity they had mm. to get through. Brantway headed every ball. Yeah, he had a magnet on his head. But what I will say is, the more those counter attack opportunities that Liverpool get, the more like like one, they're going to get one. They still won the game. They still won the game. I know you're right. Um, but fucking hell, man! These refs are in the game. You see, I I remember Ian saying the other week about um, you get these decisions, like um, you'll get one in the season. Like you'll get another one in the season, etc. Yeah. Um, like it comes swings around about yada yada yada. I thought this game the referee actually done really well in the game because I thought it was right. I did think it was red card and young. I think he booked Kanate, and then to your point, Kanate should have been sent off absolutely. And I think the reason he didn't send him off was because he only booked him a couple of minutes before that. Mm. It was different with young. There's about fifteen minutes I think between Young's yellows. Now, not that it wasn't red card because it was Kanate should have been sent off. And Klopp even went after the game. Um, no, yeah, he took him off straight away because I thought he was going to get sent off. Which is, by the way, man, and you're going to fuck it. You'll disagree with me on this. I don't care. A lot of managers, right, if it's brought to them in the sense of saying, should should he have been sent off? A lot of managers would go there, didn't see it. They just flat out deny seeing it. Klopp head on went, should have been sent off. That's why he took him off. And I think that's to be admired. Yeah, so all of a sudden he's fucking... Uh, he is... He is saintly and he's, yeah. He always he is, is though. Yeah. I, I, Klopp yeah. always goes can't for Can't do any wrong. He can't though. Uh, tone, in comparison to other managers. His tone is always spot on as well. His tone probably isn't moans. always spot on. No, he, he does moan. He, he does moan. I'm not denying that. Um, but what I'm saying is he done something that a lot of managers wouldn't. And face on man. Uh, we look at the rest of the weekend's games. Bournemouth 1, Wolves 2. Gary O'Neill coming back to haunt Bournemouth. Brentford 3, Burnley 0. Johan Wissett and Wemo. And... What's your man saying? Saman got us with the goals for Brentford. Um, Nottingham Forest 2, Luton 2. Fucking G- bottlers. Sorry. I can't believe that one. 
Man, I'd force him to came right, I fucking bottled it. It's tearing him up. Mm, like Chelsea. And I think that's the games, isn't it? That's all the games. Newcastle 4, Palace nil. How could I forget Newcastle? I'm telling man, you again this weekend. Palace's man, worst performance of the season. Mm, they got absolutely spanked they were rubbish. Um, but yeah, Premier Sports, man. Tuned in to Premier Sports. Only available here in the, in the Republic of Ireland, by the way. To, to look Ireland. at Brighton against Man City. Evan Ferguson against Man City. And who's on the telly? Newcastle. Newcastle and Crystal fucking Palace. Uh, I don't know how doing it. But Kieran, who's your God of the Week? My God of the Week. Um, do you know what? I'm going to give it to Leandro Trossard for coming off the bench and scoring for Arsenal. Wow. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think, uh, I think that that's godly material. Mm. And a very lucky point for Arsenal. But he was very good when he came on. What I'm going to give my God of the Week to... Douglas Lewis. I think he's I think he's been very good for Aston Villa. Alicia Lame and Redemption Arc. Um I think he's been very good for uh, Aston Villa this year. I think um a lot of the top sides in Europe will be looking at him come January and, and so yeah. He'll go off the boil by next year. Um well he will if he signs for Chelsea. Redemption Arc will be over. Um your goal of the week, anchor on Goal of the Week, I'm gonna give it to McTominay. McTominay. I, thought, I love the goal. What? Yeah. Scott McTominay's goal against Sheffield. No, hold on. It, I think it was a great goal. Oh my it God. loops up in the air and he just catches it on his left. I thought it was a great goal. It's one of those goals that McTominay scores that like, require a lot of technique. I like it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Declan Rice. I thought it was very, he was very quick with it. I think Rice is a player who probably doesn't contribute a lot going forward, but he does really well here. He uses what I think is probably best for his game, you know, gets in front of Gallagher. And slots it into an empty net because Sanchez had occupied it. Um, but yeah, Declan I wouldn't Rice even mind. Sanchez didn't even fucking run back. He just stood still know, like yeah, a he... fucking idiot. This fellow Ronaldo is a cod. That brings us on nicely, Kieran. To our cut of the week this week is... Robert Sanchez. Roberto Sanchez. Absolute fraud in goal uh, oh. for Chelsea. I, I, I don't know what you're saying, Adam. These are big words coming out of your mouth, Kieran. No, well, hold, hold on a minute. Mm. You don't pass it into danger like that. It's not free man. He's absolute fraud for putting it out like that. Mm. He should be kicking it long. The game's in Chelsea's hands. He changed the complete momentum of the game. He is the cut of the week. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say David Ray potentially as well, but I think Roberto Sanchez. I I think he's had a good season, Karan, but I think caught of the week material that pass. <laughs> right, Karan, moving on now to get it out. Um, quick show for our YouTube preview this week: Man United, Man City derby, and Manchester derby live on YouTube. Hopefully by Friday, do check it out. Um, but yeah, Karan, moving on to get it out. Um, sponsored as always by Alberto Moreno shout out to him and we, we start off with a question that I feel like we're asked every week but we'll answer it nonetheless can you guess what the question is before I ask before first you managers to be sacked yes and, yeah. and I don't know how we've got this far without manager being sacked it's from David Mullery who says first manager to be sacked in the league this year um, I think I, I still think Heckenbottom I think managers being sacked is out of fashion now it used to be in fashion right okay and I think it's slowly growing out of fashion hold on Am I right in saying, would Lopetegui potentially be? Did he not? He was, yeah. But he, well, was, he was sacked before a yeah. ball was kicked, wasn't he? 
But like, I just think in the last few, last few like months, it's mm. become out of fashion to sign managers. Mm. I think what Liverpool are doing, what Arsenal are doing, what City are doing is fashionable. Okay. And even United to a certain extent. Mm. And Chelsea now. It's all about think, stability. Do you think Ten Hag's days are numbered? No. No? I think, I think it'll last the season at least. Um, I don't think United are the types to go scattergun unless it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like who do you, who do you think is going to be four sacked? If I was to guess, I think the Bournemouth manager, um, what's Iriola, the hipster, he, he he's getting sacked. Well, if I was to guess, he'd be the first because I just don't think he's good enough to run a football club. I'm going to say Heckenbottom. Right. I don't know how he's doing the job. Um. David Dunwoody says, Cran versus Nasty in a charity boxing match for the biggest Bowles fan. Who wins? You know, Nasty on TikTok. Eats curry's mouth. Yeah. I'd easily be him. I have more reach than him. Beat him in a scrap. Five for five. Would you beat <laughs> Would you beat him in a genuine street fight? In a street fight, yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay. Um, is he a bigger Bowles fan than you? Yeah, he is. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I'd give it to him. Like, I don't even got it. You would give it to him? <laughs> this is John will try on TikTok as well for him to see. Want to tag him in it? Yeah. Uh, Kira wants to fight you, Nasty. Yeah, go on. Um, Sandy McKay says, What's the Halloween costume this year? Halloween costume. Do you believe in Halloween crown? <laughs> well, it's not something to be, it's not like the two fairy or Santa Claus. <laughs> like you don't, but you hardly believe in the two fairy. It's a date, like, it's a date in the, in the calendar. It's not for like, but they don't practice it. Like they don't celebrate it in like Australia. It's 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 mainly in. I'm telling you now. Like, it's not a religion. You, you can't practice I Halloween. Religion. I know it's not a religion. It's it's but it's mainly celebrated in Ireland and the US. I'm pretty sure because it's a Celtic tradition. Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go. What do you mean? There so you I, was, I was right. Is what you're saying. Right about what <laughs> exactly? I, um, I'm going to dress up as Carlito. Oh yeah, yeah, with an apple and everything. Yeah, and the jocks as well. The yeah. jocks, right? <laughs> or lack of. Yeah. Dye my hair black. Um, get I'm, a big afro. I'm going to dress up as Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm going to get a bald cap. That's what I'm going to do. He's got to me again, Sam. Absolutely. No, I actually probably would, to be fair. <laughs> I actually think I would. Um, we have a scrap in the end with the bouncers. <laughs> um, we have an anonymous question of someone who'd like to rename anonymous you know who you are um, is Mikhailo Mudrik to go and uh, no I wonder who the person was uh, who would rather rename anonymous it's Rory it's your brother so. Rory, Rory yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he is to go Adam man this is the reason why uh, I think he is uh, the fastest player in the Premier League okay. he is the, the person who goes to the gym the most in the Premier League Right. And he is the person who will have the most output by the end of the year in the Premier League. He will have 25 goals and 20 assists by this time in, next year in 2020, 2024. I think Mikhail Mudrick wears Darren Nunes pyjamas. Who's that? Ben Casey says, best WrestleMania of all time. Don't, Shout out to Ben Don't Casey. Don't heart. You know, you know better than I do. Well, if you, remember we used to watch them in the Grange Gormick after on COVID. Yeah. What was it we watched? I think it was WrestleMania 22 where Vince McMahon was against Shawn Michaels. Remember that one? <laughs> you got put for the table on. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a good WrestleMania in terms of, in terms of actual WrestleManias. Um, my personal favourite one, I actually really enjoyed this year's one in uh, Hollywood. 
and I, we're got me and Dave are going to the John Cena is getting booed for having made quiz <laughs> Snoop Dogg fucking beating the maze like that one. Um, me and Dave are going to the one next year in Philadelphia and we both said each other was like why didn't we go to this year's one the card was so good etc but um, this year one was quite good but that, that'd be quite recently boys my favourite from when I was a, a nipper was um, WrestleMania 24 Edge Undertaker main event um, great WrestleMania Kim Kardashian was on show as well actually funny enough um, Adam Fahey says who would win in a scrap out of Pep and Arteta um, I would say mm, I don't know actually I think I think Pep is the type to I don't know smoke a blunt and hash it all out okay. whereas, whereas Arteta is the, is the aggro sort of guy right. who gets a few beers on him and starts pointing I, fingers I think Arteta is a bit of a poser though I don't think Arteta would fight anyone Really? I think Pep would genuinely have a scrap though. I'd say Pep gives a good headbutt as well. Right. That bald man of his. He doesn't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't think Arteta would win any scrap so I'm going Guardiola. A sauce merchant. Um Adam Fight says, Do you think I'm cute, Kieran? Adam, we've talked about this, sorry. <laughs> don't expose me. <laughs> he says, How's your day? My day's been fantastic. It was, go- it was going great until I came here to pod- record the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yada 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 Ron says what's your honest opinions on Pickford's attitude and do you think he's overrated I think Pickford's another poser I think Pickford gets a lot of flack but I think he's a good goalkeeper I think he's he's been been unlucky with the teams he's been at Everton and fucking who else is at Sunderland I think he get like if he was in a half decent team he might be a good goalkeeper only thing is I would say is he can pass it out from the back. He's not suited to the modern style of football. I think I actually do think he can pass it out from the back. Really? I don't think his distribution is the worst thing about him. I think his, his lack of arms is the worst thing about him. <laughs> Keen Movie says, should everything get a replay for the dodgy referee? Uh, I think so, yeah. Based on Klopp's analysis anyway. And based you, on his logic. You, here's my question to you. Do you think any Liverpool fan would deny everything a replay of that game? Uh, no, no. But I think it would be far school in the nature. So football. there's no problem with the replay. Oh, well, there's no no problem with, but it, it would be far school in the nature of football, which is why it's far school. Klopp's answer to the media that he should get a replay, that he's all high and mighty, and he's he, he's he has he has that authority to to mm. be granted a, re, a replay. He 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 doesn't. He, he's a mountain bag, and realistically, he should have got he should have got on with it at the time instead yeah. of making uh, absolutely insane. Insane uh, remarks on that. I don't think they're insane. I think I think there had to be. There so there should be a replay. In, uh, no, I, I don't agree with the replay. I don't agree with that. Okay, but so there, you don't agree with it, but, but you think it's no, insane. but they're not as farcical as you're saying. It is farcical because if it happened to Chelsea and Pochettino said the same thing, you'd be agreeing with it. It's the same as every every Premier League, and that's all. But that's our own bias every time. Baloney. Baloney. It's not baloney. Um, I, look, he was looking for a plausible um, course of action to do with referees. Now, we, we both agreed that like referees should have been sacked, but like that's probably very unplausible. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I think if everything a replay and we beat them 2 or 3 nil again, I'd, I'd be happy with that. To answer Keane's question. Um, Stephen Dowling, a resident Preston fan, says, Is Duffer leaving? Say it ain't so. Um, to answer the question, I don't know. But what I will say is, I don't want him to go. I'd be very upset if he did. Um, he's done a great job with Shells. Um, 
he's a great man to chat and stuff like he's, he's a lovely fella so um, I'd be upset if he went from that point of view um, but it, look if, if a team from abroad or you know even a national team come calling Saudi Arabia you can't Saudi Arabia um, you can't deny Duffer of that you know so um, yeah I'd be very sad to see him go but look if a team it's not I, I, don't, I don't see it happening but if the FAI came in and wanted Duffer to manage the, 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 the country and he wanted to do it. You, you couldn't deny him with that, mm. you know? Yeah, great. Um, Phil Mangan says, what does happiness mean to each of you? Well, um, I, I, I see happiness uh, is, as a thing that has no meaning. In other words, it doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, okay. But if it did, it would mean a lot to me. Mm. Happiness is a... <laughs> I don't know what that... <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it means to me. Yeah, yeah. What Go does on, happiness what? mean to me? I feel like I'm sat with fucking Jay Comfrey and he goes, uh, what, what is high performance? And then like Gordon Ramsay's on it this week, he just gives a complete nonsensical answer and then they go from there. Happiness to me, Phil, um, I suppose being content with life, being happy within oneself, how do you achieve that? I don't know. It's impossible. Um, I, think it's, I think it is impossible. The pursuit of happiness is impossible. Yeah, I do agree. And I think... You, would also ha- you, you will always have struggle in your life. I, in I, think, sense I think the happiness is in the pursuit. I th- I think, and I think people fail to recognise that, that yes, the journey yes. is the end goal itself. Yeah, because... Uh, like Growing as a person, etc. If, is, if you is set a goal for yourself and you reach it, there's mm-hmm. nothing else to strive for. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's Your whole purpose is gone. Mm. But happiness to me is uh, being content with life, being around the people I love, being, you know, doing things I love. On this podcast, happiness. Mm. Phil Mangan says, favourite temperature? Favourite temperature? And what, well, like, is he talking about on the, on the oven or in the house or what's the I, I, shower? I, I, like, I like a good, like, like degree Celsius. What? I like, I like a good, if it's warm, I like a good 23 degrees. Warm but not too warm. You're mad, Adam. You're mad. And if it's cold, I like a good three degrees. I like being really cold. I really like the temperature of nine degrees Celsius. Not 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 cold enough for it to snow, or but also not warm where it's uncomfortably warm. You can you can wear a comfortable layer and be comfortable, mm. and you can put on a few layers and be comfortable. You don't have to take them off if you're walking. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. No, I yeah. Think, yeah. Um. Phil says, "Cran, when are you doing coffee reviews again?" Phil. We talked about this. Don't don't call me out. Don't call me. No, no. See, the thing about it is, uh, I'm busy with a music video at the moment. So, once, once, once that's all done and away with, mm. um, end of the year, hopefully, so I'll, I'll be back in the flesh. Just taking a little break. Lost a bit of motivation. You know how it is. Mm. Phil says, "For what good is it to get the world if you have lost yourself?" <laughs> Here, fucking stop <laughs> reading these questions, out, would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, last question from Phil, from Phil who's taken the, the Gary uh, Valverell this week he says Palestine or Israel um, Palestine all day free Palestine what's going on over there no, no po- politic political um, questions what's going on over there is, it's terrible um, yeah free Palestine um, Dave says is Ramsdale over or underrated I, I would I say that. I would say Ramsdale oh, no, I, Pickford. I would say Ramsdale is fairly rated I don't think he's great I don't think he's terrible um, Do you know what the, the the Arsenal fans were saying? Oh, uh, Ramsdale would have saved what Roy has shot. I don't know. If he, he might have been in the same position because he's under instruction from Arteta to do that. So and Ramsdale's a short man as well. It's hard to say it really. 
Um, Dave says, do we all hate international football? I, I love international football tournaments. I love international football tournaments. But it's the build-up to them that I hate. I, I hate, alright, when there's an international break. Mm. And it's that three days of no football. That, yeah. that is the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. killer ever. I know, yeah. Because there's nothing, there's nothing there for you. Mm. You have to watch fucking tiddlywinks on the TV. Or mm. something shit like Coronation Street. Mm. You know? Um, Gary Vav says, top three wags. Wives. So wives of professional footballers. Rebecca Vardy. Um, Abby Clancy. Like, what, what we rank them in terms of what, though? In terms of, uh, uh, like, right. Be the word. Yeah, I'm not answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> There's two wags for you, Gary. Yeah. Um, the last question for me, and thankfully, thanks be to God. <laughs> Why do you think the Americans lost the Vietnamese War? <laughs> Off you go, Kieran. Well... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to it, right? Because it's it's the, it's, not, it's not one thing. It's not as it's not as straightforward as oh, a US went into Vietnam, Sean went into Vietnam. You know they made a mistake going to Vietnam. I think they they <laughs> thought they could do something great in Vietnam, like uh, create democracy, create a functioning society, but they ended up making it worse. Um, and uh, I think uh, what what was it? What could, what could they do to win it? No, why, why did they lose to the Vietnamese War? Well, it's a very nuanced question. They didn't really lose it necessarily. They, they sort of, you know, they got, they got outdone strategically by the Viet- Vietnamese who were using, who were using guerrilla warfare tactics. I was about yes. to say, the Viet Cong. The Viet Cong, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just think they're, they're, it's like on a football pitch when, um, I don't know, like Gary Neville said it a few years ago, um, he was playing against Diego Simeone mm. as Valencia manager. Uh, Simeone made this one tactical change and made him look like a fool. I think that's what the Vietnamese <laughs> did to the did to the Americans. They just they just they just out sort of played them in that in that sense. Well, like I think the thing is with the Vietnamese war is there's a broad consensus um, among professional historians that the Vietnam War was effectively unwinnable. So are you reading that from Wikipedia? Are you? No, no. All right. Um, so essentially, it was a war that was won by another side. I think it's all perspective. Uh, did the Vietnamese win the, the war against the US? Do you think? Well, no. I, as I said, I think it's a fairly nuanced question. I, I don't think they. I don't think they won it, nor did they lose it. But so it, it, that goes to my point. I think of they, it being unwinnable. Yeah, but I think they did win it. <laughs> they did win it in the sense that they got the US out of their country. They just absolutely skilled them. Like there's clips of them um, leaving. Where where is it again? It's the embassy. They're leaving on the rooftop on the helicopter. Like, if that's not telling you they they won or won the psychological battle at least, then what, what are we thinking? You know. And I, and I think even like the war crimes committed by the US in in the war itself, uh, you know, fairly yeah. sus. But like, leave that there. It's uh, yeah, I think it's a Vietnam W. Wait, so I do think the Vietnamese won. Uh, yeah, but like... Do you think... So, Ian's question is, why did the, the US lose the Vietnamese War? It was, so, are you saying the US lost? Yeah, it was, uh, as I said, a, a Gary Neville versus Diego Simeone tactical they just battle. Got, they just got outclassed. They, yeah, mm. in the guerrilla warfare sense. They weren't mm. prepared for it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, they did. I, I think it reminds me of, right, the, the war itself, as you said, with the Viet Cong and the guerrilla warfare. It was something that the, the US have never faced Really, when you think about it. Yeah. I think they thought they were going to go in and get something from it. Do you know, it reminds me of when 
everything came to Anfield a couple of years ago. Um, December, so 20, December 2019, um, Liverpool were playing Champions League during that week. Or sorry, Liverpool were playing the weekend. The game was midweek. And it comes to the game, and I remember being in Anfield at it, and Liverpool like lined out Lalana, fucking Shakiri, Origi. Right. And I say everything I'd prepared all week for Salamane, Firmino, etc. Mm. Liverpool come out and go, bash, turn it around. Bit of Psychops. Yeah, exactly. Well, bam. Um, Origi and Shakiri in this case are the Viet Cong. And Liverpool won, like, what, 5 1 or 5 2. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, all we know is uh, who sent him in. It was Kennedy, wasn't it? He got it wrong in the end. He got it wrong in the end. But um, yeah, interesting historical debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great question. It was a great question. Yeah. We keep the history questions coming. Yeah, we love the name. To be fair, yeah. Um, but that's it for this week's podcast.